Whatever you're doing that's outside your skill set is keeping you from doing things you do best inside your expertise. Yes. So, and you say, what is an hour of your time worth? I say, what are three hours of your time worth? Because that's about how long most podcast editors spend editing. The whole joke is I spend 30 minutes having a podcast conversation with someone and then I spend three hours editing it. And it's just like... That's just not time well spent. No. So hire an editor and get back to doing what you do best. Welcome to the Pod Circle Podcast, where we bring practical tips and insights for every podcaster. Whether you're just getting started or you're already a seasoned podcast pro, these conversations dive into all the topics that matter most to you. So today we're diving into part two of our four-part series about outsourcing your weaknesses. If you haven't listened to the last episode, we encourage you to head over to our episode from January 16th, episode 22, Outsource Your Weaknesses and Stop Doing It All, because we provide kind of an overview of what this topic is and what it means to outsource your weaknesses. So just as a refresher, outsourcing your weaknesses means delegating, hiring, or abandoning the things you're not good at or aren't worth your time. That's the uh, key thing right there. Mm -hmm. So that you can spend your time and energy doing the things you do best. That's right. So we talk about this a lot. Only one in five podcasts make it past their first year. So that means that one in five podcasts, 20% don't make it into the second year of their shows. It's mostly because podcasters are just trying to do way too much. They're trying to do it all. So Mm -hmm. when you try to do all the things, you end up doing none of the things very well. So the first area we believe that you should outsource when you have the margin and remember, you may have more margin than you think because your time is worth something. It's not free. The first thing you should outsource, I think, is editing. Uh, So if you have an audio podcast, outsource your audio editing. If you have a video podcast, outsource your video editing. If you have an audio Mm -hmm. and a video podcast, outsource your editing. It's too much for 95% of people to learn and do for on a weekly basis if you have a weekly podcast yeah. and sustain your show and not get burnt out and, and to enjoy your show. I talk a lot about just what will it take for you just to enjoy your show. Yeah. For most people, that means outsourcing your weaknesses, offloading the things that are just taking up way too much of your time and are outside of your expertise. Right. And as you know, this is Pod Circle's expertise and for good reason, honestly, right, Kyle? I would hope so. So you have your 10,000 hours um, in this exact area. And as a podcaster myself, I know the work that it takes to put in and put out a quality show every week. I wear a ton of hats, especially when I was starting out. I was doing everything. I was the guest booker, the content strategist, the co-host, the producer, the marketer. It was tiring. And outsourcing my audio editing to Kyle is the number one best decision I ever made. Because one, we have a great product. We were able to, from the very beginning, create a quality show. And it took one thing off my plate and I knew the time and the effort that it was going to take to learn how to do audio editing was way outside of my skill set. I have joked that I am just one Google away from being an expert on something. But in this area, I'm glad I didn't try. Yeah. And when it comes to content strategy and marketing, you know, I can maybe Google fumble my way through that, but that's your expertise <laughs> and that lives that lives in your domain. So uh, we're going to talk about today three things, the top three things you can gain from outsourcing your weaknesses and hiring a podcast editor. Again, whether that's an audio editor, video editor, whatever your show is. And the number one thing that you can and should get right out of the box is expert sound quality. So one of the number one reasons that people give when they quit listening to a podcast is poor audio quality. People can't stand it Mm. because 
the next podcast in their feed is probably going to sound great. And it's like, man, yeah. like I love the content of the other podcasts, but the quality, it's really bad. There's an echo. I can't hear the guests, the host, you know, it's all that stuff. We just have better options. There's, just, there's not a lot of good excuses to have bad audio quality in 2023. So one of the mm-hmm. most significant advantages of hiring an expert to edit your podcast is increased audio quality. Also, listeners are more likely to stay engaged with your show, subscribe to your show, especially if it sounds professional and is easy to listen to. There are actually stats about this, statistics. You can look them up. Also, professional editors can work their magic to eliminate persistent background noise. So I'm thinking like if there's kind of like a fan in the background or mm-hmm. a, you know maybe a, a, a hum or a hiss on your microphone, anything that's just kind of there all the time. You hire someone from Upwork or Fiverr Hmm. or you try to do it yourself, they're probably not going to have the tools to do that and do it well. A professional audio editor is going to adjust your volume levels so that you're so that they're mat they match between you and your Mm -hmm. guests, also so that they're consistent across all of your episodes and just create a consistent listening experience for your listener. Also, when I say professional editors, I don't mean like I mentioned, random people that you find on Fiverr, Upwork. I'm not trying to throw shade, but I am trying to make a distinction because there is a distinction. So they might edit your podcast for $40 an episode, but you're going to get exactly what you pay for. $40 an episode. I promise you their tools and their experiences are going to be far inferior to what our editors have here at PodCircle. Why? Because I started this whole thing as an audio editor Well, I started this whole thing as a musician and a music producer, and that's where I got my 10,000 hours, and then started this back in 2016 as a side hustle, and now it's grown into Mm -hmm. what it is today. So I have, I place a premium on premium audio and premium video quality. It's it's a big deal to me, and it's something that our clients here at PodCircle for the past eight years love. It's a big reason they stay for a lot of other reasons. Yeah. And I think I have thrown some insane situations at you. <laughs> I have said, hey, this entire episode, the guest is recorded at a really, really low volume. Hey, for some reason, there was a big lag on Riverside because mm-hmm. our guest had really poor internet quality. We're all over each other. Yeah. Um, can you make this sound like we had a cohesive conversation? And I'm going to be honest, I don't think there's a situation I've thrown at you that you haven't been able to solve. I like a good challenge. So there you go. Uh, Here's another one for you, Kyle. That's what I usually say. (laughs) All right. The second thing you're going to get when you outsource uh, your audio and video editing is just consistency. You're going to be able to maintain consistency. So not only are show cadence and release consistency essential, honestly, Uh, You're never going to miss a deadline again. I think that's one of the things I see the most is when someone's trying to do their own editing or trying to do something that else is that is outside their skill set. When you have all of the podcast tasks and you're not doing them well or you're doing too many, that's when you start missing deadlines and when you stop releasing on time. But I also want to say segments and elements within your show are really important. So listeners like to know what to expect when they listen to your show. That means music, that means transitions, that means different things that are from a sound quality that you're going to have consistently across the board. And I know, Kyle, like you have a preset for me and you know, like, this is what my intro sounds like. This is how we bring in. Um, We always have at the front end of our episode, similar to PodCircle, is like a quote or someone talking about a little snippet from the interview. And as an experienced podcast editor, they'll help you maintain a consistent style and tone throughout all of your episodes. And you'll be able to reflect your brand identity more effortlessly. It'll feel more cohesive and it'll just feel better. 
one of the ways that, to your point, just transitions, mm-hmm. like where, how the music fades up yeah. and fades out. Like, I feel like that's a, that's a big differentiator b- between a really good seasoned editor and someone who's just going to throw a fade and then th- like, it's in the details, you know what I mean? So, and then another thing we do for a lot of our podcasts, yours uh, included, the Living Centered podcast, mm-hmm. is that at the very beginning for the teaser clip that we pull um, or that yep. you have us pull, we time out the music perfectly mm. to yeah like we count the measures like because we're I think all of our editors are musicians also we're musicians which is, which is a <laughs> yeah. huge value add and a big deal to me I know mm-hmm. at, at least two of us are are drummers in particular so we understand timing and flow so we do that for every episode and I'm just telling you you're not going to get that with just kind of your your run-of-the-mill google search away like right cheap podcast editor you're just not and and I think that there's just a noticeable difference in quality there so I hope it doesn't sound like we're just patting our, you know, ourselves on the back, but these are, these are things that our clients have commented on as value yes. adds. So uh, the number three thing is to give your listeners a seamless listening experience. So even the most seasoned podcasters make mistakes during recordings. It's, and, and I mean, we do, we have a podcast, like yeah. we make mistakes and they get taken care of in the edit. So I know we sound perfect, but that's just because Kyle has made us sound perfect. Oh, it, <laughs> You sound fine. I have to edit, you know, myself the (laughs) most because I've got, you get in there and you realize, man, I was like, man, I got some verbal tics that I need to work on. I need to hire a speech coach or something, but. um, And you're probably your own worst critic on that. Oh, no doubt about it. I'm sure that I, I mean, I do know that I say like a lot or I say, you know what I mean? You know, I have, and right there, you know, right there. Right. I have verbal tics. So those can be super distracting. It's the ums for me. Golly, when I look mm. when I look at them, I'm just like, there's just there's just so many. So we remove those for people um, as mm-hmm. much as um, as much as we possibly can, <laughs> you know. So common verbal tics we all use: um, like, you know, etc. Uh, yeah. Using a lot of these in repetition over the course of thirty minutes, forty, it gets distracting for people. So an experienced mm-hmm. podcast editor, and I put the word experienced in there very intentionally. An experienced podcast editor can edit out these awkward pauses, verbal fumbles, cross-talking, especially on remote interviews when there's a little bit of a lag yeah. and you, you know, one person's wrapping up, kind of wrapping up talking, but the other person starts early and there's kind of a, a misfire there. We can clean that up and make it sound very natural. You know, it's all about preserving the naturalness of the conversation. And if there isn't a lot of naturalness to the conversation, a good editor can help find mm. the naturalness there. Because even just having this conversation remotely with you today, because of that lag, there is a little bit yep. of a barrier. There is a little bit of unnaturalness just built into the medium that we're using. Yeah. So a really good editor editor is going to close those gaps and make that conversation sound what I teach my editors and tell them all the time is make it sound like they're sitting across from each other in a room, even if they're like McKinsey and I are right now on totally different continents, make them sound like they're in the same room together as much as you can. So, you know, this kind of attention to detail is going to help maintain your show's quality. It's going to set you above just the run of the mill podcast. That's going to fizzle out after five or six episodes. So if you want an example of how we do that at pod circle, um, I made a video. It's on YouTube. I'll link it in the show notes, but it's called Fixing Crosstalk and Stutters in Remote Podcast Recordings. Kind of a long name. Again, I'll link it. But we have a, a, a series that we're going to be adding to called Podcast Pro Tips on YouTube, where I show you exactly what we do, how we edit out crosstalk, stutters, filler words, things like that. So I'll drop a link to that in the show notes. You can check it out and see 
kind of see me in action in real time uh, of what we could do for you, for your podcast. I remember watching that video and just being in awe because again, when you see someone operating in their skill set and their expertise, it's just incredible because it's things that I wouldn't think of. You have your 10,000 hours, right? It was just so incredible. So I really encourage you to hit the show notes and go check that out. So friends, is it time to outsource your editing? Unless you are a seasoned professional audio engineer, the answer is yes. And I firmly believe that. As we asked in the last episode, how much is an hour of your time worth? I think when you really start to be strategic and intentional and think about what am I not doing so that I can learn how to do this audio engineering What are my listeners having to trudge through every week? How could having an editor really take the quality of my show to a new level? The answer is easy. It's yes. You'll find the money. You'll find the time if you are really, really serious about putting out a quality show. So whatever you're doing that's outside your skill set is keeping you from doing things you do best inside your expertise. Yes. So, and you say, what is an hour of your time worth? I say, what are three hours of your time worth? Because that's about how long most podcast editors spend editing. The whole joke is, yeah, I spend 30 minutes having a podcast conversation with someone and then I spend three hours editing it. And it's just like, that's just not time well spent. No. So hire an editor and get back to doing what you do best. That's what I say. Yeah. And like we've mentioned, if you're tired, of doing it all. Maybe you can relate to a lot of what we've talked about in this conversation at PodCircle. We've got you covered. This is what we do. And we want to help you do less of what's not in your expertise so that you can get back to doing what you do best and just enjoy recording your podcast. You probably didn't get into it to edit it. You probably got into it to record it and release it. And that's what it's all about. So if you want to have a conversation about this, I would love to if you're maybe in the beginning stages and you're contemplating mm-hmm. editing your own podcast, let me talk you out of it. If you're already into <laughs> it, you've been editing your podcast and you're tired of doing it, let me help you out. So let's schedule a free consultation. Call with me. You can just email me directly. It's Kyle, K-Y-L-E at podcircle.com and we will get you sorted out. All right. And if you are at those beginning stages and you want to launch smarter, get our complete podcast starter kit today at podcircle.com slash start. So thanks so much for joining us. We will see you again. We have two more weeks of this series and we are excited to help you build out your podcast team. All right. See you then.